Hey, military fam. All right, I don't know if this broadcast is going to come to you because Anchor's acting kind of funny. I start the program and then it cuts off. I don't know if it's operator error or what, but um, wherever you are around the globe, hope you're safe and sound. Hope your loved ones are safe and sound. And if you're in a combat area, get yourself home safe and sound. Get you and your battle buddies safe and sound. Um, I know that's not always the case, but we're going to keep you in our prayers for that to be the case as often as possible. All right. Um, I meant to get in here earlier, but you know how sometimes technology just like messes with you. Um, even though I took my, you know, anxiety reducing meds and then I was trying to get relaxing sounds on another, uh, audio, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Another, not appliance, but you know, another technology machine. All right, that goes to show you how 20th century I still am while playing the sounds in that. And then you could hear me on this other one. But hey, we got what we got. And I think the sounds are playing in the background as well as you being able to hear me. So hopefully this, this reaches you as clearly as it can. Hey, I just finished doing, uh, well, not just, but I finished the broadcast on Own Our Truth. So when you get a chance, check out that station because I was kind of... It wasn't a bitching session, but it was, you know, like a what's really going on kind of session. Anyway, I just want to touch base with everybody because uh, there's some things I really want to point out to you. I see that a lot of, you know, and I've experienced it myself. A lot of military families, you know, um, as we move up in the ranks, we sometimes accumulate debt that either meets our rank finances or exceeds them. And I think we need to look at that because a lot of times then when it's time for reenlistment or to continue our careers as commissioned um, officers, that impacts, that strongly impacts our desire to stay. Now, that, that means the only impact, of course, sometimes we want to stay because we enjoy what we do and, you know, we've become accustomed to it. We've been assimilated and it's, you know, it's a love of soldiers and the missions and the variety. But oftentimes finances play a big role in it and it plays a very big role even in relationships in the military. So what I would say to you is... Um, I offer this as a lessons learned. Really start looking at reducing your debts below your pay grade, right? Um, and then investing in different avenues of resources, be it stocks, cryptocurrency, real estate, um, so that you have various streams of income coming in so that the, your decision isn't based solely on financial situations, right? Um, that's not the prevalent one, Um because that happens, that's impact. I've had soldiers have that situation. But also one of the other things I wanted to point out is start teaching your children as young as possible about finances. I think I've shared with you that, you know, um, at one point, you know, in the 20th century, the, you know, Gitano jeans was a big deal. But then it was there was some other big store. I think it was Benetton or something. Some of you may never know about that one. It was kind of like the Gap, but a little bit more ishi poo poo, a little bit more bougie. But they sold stuff as overpriced as possible. Um, like a, a, a sweatshirt would cost you $100 easily. And, you know, I said, you know, peer pressure, maybe just wanting to fit in, I wanted those. So my mother pointed out to me that, you know, I had a champagne taste or even beyond champagne taste, even though I don't drink alcohol, but I had uh, like water money. Actually, not even water money, really, if you think about it. You know, I had borrowed water money since, you know, um, and I was coming for the faucet or she was having to buy it. So... My mother taught me as best as she could about finances, like working hard, um, savings, 
But what she could not teach me because she didn't know, we don't know what we don't know, is to diversify your income and to start doing that early. You know what I mean? You may think your children are too young, but they're not, you know, four, five, and six, they're not too young. So start teaching them about finances, you know, what goes in, um, you know, as they're doing math, what does two plus two, two dollars plus two dollars, four dollars plus four dollars. Um, there's a blue card, I think that's like a little debit card for them and you can put money on there so that they understand when they're spending something and they can make a, they can assess, you know, critical thinking as to, do they really need that extra game or, or, or extra gaming device when it's coming out of their pockets, you know, um, and do they really need that iPhone? Cause some, you know, some of us are overcompensating because we're not there. So we want to buy our children as much as possible. I've been there too. Right. And then I'm now decluttering and finding a whole bunch of stuff that I bought that just maybe to overcompensate for my absence. So just give that some thought. All right. So continuing on with, uh, diversifying your income and also teaching your kids as early as possible. Uh, it's never too early. You know, I understand that one and two, they're still trying to say dada and mama, I, I got it. And usually they say dada first. Don't know what that's all about. I'm not hating, but, you know, just just saying. Um, at least they're forming their words, right? But once they reach four or five, they can start understanding about finances, right? Because, you know, I know it's pre-K or whatever it is nowadays. I don't know. But they can start. they can start learning. You know, start with the basics. Listen, you don't even have to know. They can teach you. So if you say, well, how am I going to know? I don't know what I don't know. Well, listen, they can Google things even quicker than you. If they're attached to a tablet, you give them the task of Googling um, how to diversify income. YouTube is a great resource. You've got a whole bunch of YouTubers that talk about, you know, diversifying your income, different ways to really invest like um, Erica S. Williams. She's a very good at that. Um, Dr. Boyce Watkins speaks about diversifying your income. Now, sometimes you may not like the messenger that gives, you know, but, but listen to the message, you know, um, a lot of people get that confused. You know, you don't like the character of the person that's giving the message, but the message is still valuable. There's Grant Cardone. There's, um, what's his name? Oh God, I, Gary V. Um, all of these folks, they, they, they really, they, they're in different facets of investment. Some are more in real estate, some Gary V has a very humble, humble story about how he began and he was an immigrant story. Um, Erica S. Williams is, um, you know, from a military family and I think she's also military. Um, just about everybody in her family owns a business of some kind. Um, so they're financially, you know, um, stable. Um, let me see who else did I mention? Dr. Boyce Watkins, uh, you know, is a PhD in economics. Um, you might hear him say that quite often, but so what? He earned a PhD. Listen, I, you know, once I earn my PhD, I'm probably going to say it as often as possible because that's no joke. You know, you, it wasn't something that was handed to you. You had to work hard for that sucker, um, just like our master's and, and even a bachelor's degree. You know what I'm saying? Even an associate's for that matter because it, it needed time and effort. But what I'm saying to you is start teaching your children early so that they don't, um, A, think money goes on trees. B, listen. I understand that there's a there's a expectation, you know, like the Joneses to, to, you know, to give your kids like iPads and all of these expensive shoes and clothing. But here's the thing, right? Sometimes when you think the Joneses are really the Joneses, they ain't. They're in debt. You know, ju they just are. But they're trying to keep keep the appearance. Um, and, and while you're trying to keep up with them, they're really just trying to get through. You know, some people um, just want the image. Well, what's more important is the substance, right? Because you could be driving a five-year-old car, but you're independently wealthy. A lot of people don't understand that. I think the first time I heard, um, I was given that lesson was through a leadership 
uh, what do you call that? A leadership gathering. And there was this colonel. He was old school. He must have been in the military like 30 some odd years. He must have been like grandfathered because I think he was uh, he was there like. I don't know which one. I won't say the Korean War, but let's just say he was there for a hot minute. And he gave us a leadership. At that time, I was enlisted. And he said, you know what? When uh, He was around when they actually handed you the money. All right? Not a check. Not a, not a checking account. They actually handed you and paid you the money in cash. Right? Um, but what he did do is with his other battle buddies, they bought a home invested in that and they each went their separate ways but kept the home value accumulated then they would sell it and then split the profits and each place they went they did that he also invested in aol if some of you remember so by the time he finished investing a lot of these companies not only did he have um diverse sources of income he was actually a millionaire on active duty so at any point in time he could tell uncle sam nope don't feel like it and and it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have even bothered him right he left a legacy for his kids um, and his grandkids you know, um, a lot of us talk about leaving a legacy and we really need to look at that. You know, um, maybe your child want to serve and that's fine. But what legacy are you get, leaving to them in terms of how they manage their finances? How do they manage their resources? Are they prepared to go out into this world without your you having to fund them your your um, GI bill? You know, um, can they afford a home by themselves? Right. That starts early. Um by you know getting them uh, one of blue cards or I listen I don't get any kind of um, what, what they call that uh, money kickback for saying that there's other cards out there as well and and have starting build their credit early what happens is by the time they reach college age and are ready to buy a home you've given them the gift that keeps on giving which is a very, as long as you know credit stays cool you give them that the ability to really purchase a home and 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 to have a leg. So why am I so focused on finances um, right now? What I've realized is a lot of us make these errors in terms of how we budget our funds, especially because with the military, we get assimilated. We have our base pay. We, then we have, you know, um, what is the cost of living, depending on where we're at. And then we have like a, 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 a you know, I won't say a minimal amount, but we, we get some kind of substance uh, allowance for how many dependents we have for food, okay? And all of that sounds great, but there will come a point when you will exit. Whether you exit before you retire or you exit when you retire, um, understand that if you get a compensation before you retire, that compensation needs to be invested in something so that you're not trying to find a job right away because now you're strapped for money because you've used it for this, that, and those, and the other. Right. And if your kids really want expensive items, well, guess what? You, you could do like my mom did said, oh, OK, well, you're going to need some jobs and maintain your straight A's. Right. And uh, that's what I did. And in high, in high school, they called me Heyman. Some of you may know what that, that's all about if you don't research it, because I had three or four jobs. You know, I worked at I worked at the Gap at night. I had a catering job that I worked. I worked on, on the beach. I was that beach girl that went and asked you if you wanted to buy a soda or whatever. I worked at a country club. Uh, I worked as a receptionist in an insurance company. You name it, I was doing it until I, you know, became a receptionist in a real estate real estate company. Then I became licensed as a realtor. Then I became a realtor way before I entered the military. And this is all like in my early teens and um, late teens and early twenties. So I share all of that with you to say. Um, not to impress you or anything like that, but to impress upon you the importance of teaching your, your children. My mother taught me hard work, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. What she couldn't teach me because she didn't know and because she was so busy working like a Hebrew slave was um, how to 
take the rewards of that hard work and put it in different um, avenues to get a return on investment greater than just the pay that I was receiving. You could, re you could um, I think dividend.com, Erica Williams talks about, you can, you know, in, like invest $25 in somebody who, who, who's starting a company, what have you, and you get a higher percent interest rate uh, return on, on your investment. You could uh, do tax liens and then get a return on that. Um, you know, there's many ways to, to make extra income, whether you work for, you know, as a deliverer for Amazon. It's not in all states, but, you know, in, in some states. And it could be your spouse that does it. So you guys can work as a team to make that sucker happen. And hey, you could even take, depending on the age of your children with you. You know what I mean? Um, as long as, you know, you're prepared for safety. Because then they understand the concept. You know what I mean? When they have to deliver packages with you, they start to understand, oh, mommy and dad, this, this ain't coming or mommy. Um, as a single parent, I can tell you with no child support, um, just to be clear. Um, we can get into that for another time. Uh, ladies, uh, males, listen, sometimes it happens. That's why it's important to really uh, choose your mate. Even more careful, you know, we, we get screened for our security clearance. You need to get, we really need to screen our mates. Now, are we always going to hit the spot? No, but you know what? If we put them through the security clearance, we, we're closer to, the, to a, a longer lasting relationship than not. Okay, let's just be clear about that. But back on track, right? Start, start going through these YouTube channels. Start seeing what you can invest, whatever the extra is. If you live at the grade uh, beneath the grade you're currently at, you're more guaranteed a chance. And then you invest it in different avenues, different. Listen, Warren Buffett is great on, on the stock market. And he gives, he gives this advice of always buying low. And so that way you can in increase your profits, never buy high. Well, with cryptocurrencies, he's not so hot on it, but it's the same concept. It's, a, it's just a new concept. And of course, if people, are, you know, people get very like distracted or feeling turbulent because it's something they're not used to. But, you know, cryptocurrency is the new version of the stock market, um, but less connected to regulations, which is why a lot of banks, organizations are trying to and governments are trying to like put the kibosh on it because they can't control it because it's a blockchain technology. Cryptocurrencies is built on a blockchain technology. Do some more research on that. I, that's that's more. That's as much as I'm going to give you right now. But you know, in all cases, you know, check with your, you know, your CYA, your attorney, your accountants. You see what can work for you so that you can establish a retirement plan beyond your TSPs and also start establishing a trust for your children and your children's children. It is possible, folks. It is possible to be done whether you're a single parent or dual income family. As a matter of fact, if you're dual income, then one of you can pay for all the bills and then the other one can invest the money. Yes, it's not that easy to do. I get it. But it's worth the sacrifice because long term, you can at least separate or, or retire from the military and give yourself some time to breathe, to decompress, to address your PTSD and all your pain. Because believe it or not, all those are factors. Okay, in this broadcast, I also wanted to share with you that um, there's a whole bunch of VA apps out there that uh, help with uh, sleep. If you're like me, my sleep is completely deregulated. I have a really good TBI slash uh, TBI doctor um, and also um, facilitator for a sleep group. But because I've gotten ill so much, uh, traveling to make that happen is less than conducive, right? Um, I'm, I have minimal uh, traveling for the bare necessities. Um, but there's, if you're unable to drive for whatever reason, there, there is an ability, there's a number, number at your local VA ask that they can come and pick you up, whether it's DAV or another transportation service. So if you're unable to drive for whatever reason or limited in your driving abilities, um, there are resources out there that the DAV or from VA and you can ask about that so that you can get a ride. Also, if you're driving to VA, you know you can file a travel voucher 
for your travel, whether it's a long distance or it's close by. It may be three bucks, it may be 300 bucks, depending on how far you travel. That's why people fill out these travel vouchers at the kiosk. You need to make sure that you go to, I think it's the cashier near the pharmacy and update your information, your routing number and all of that so they know where to send the money to, right? Because you'd be great to file a voucher, but if they don't know where to send the money to, you kind of, you know, you kind of out of luck on that one. So if you don't know that, I had to learn that because I really didn't understand what these people were doing at the kiosk and the travel vouchers. But for every appointment you go to, now they're not, if you have three appointments in one day, they're not going to, it's not going to be three tra- travel vouchers. It's going to be one, you know, travel voucher. However, if you have three days and three different appointments, you can file travel voucher for each one at the kiosk. And it's a very user-friendly system when it's working. You know, it's anything like technology. When it's working, it's great. When it's on a timeout, well, hey, you just got to, you just got to respect that, right? Um, but I also, I really wanted to advise you to, to check out the, the VA apps. All you've got to do, depending whether you have a Google store or, um, was it the, uh, Apple store, um, uh, put in VA apps and a whole bunch of them come in. There's CBTI coach. There's the one that helps you to go to sleep. I also, um, got a really good one from, um, I was, uh, our facilitator and doctor, TBI doctor called Rain. I'm actually using it right now. It allows you to do mixtures of different sounds. Um, you could do a premium and pay, but if you know, don't want to pay, there's a whole bunch of different ones. They have like laundromat sounds, snoring sounds. I mean, some people fall asleep like that. I used to fall asleep with a whole bunch of sounds like the TV on, the radio on. That's the only way that I, uh, could fall asleep. Uh, some of you may be in that category. You know what I'm talking about. Um, when I came back from Afghanistan, like everything had to be on in order for me to function. Um, I got, I got used to sounds. I needed it. Um, I'm, I'm working on doing it differently, but sleep is sometimes I'll, I'll fall asleep and then wake up in night sweat or I confuse my days or I think I'm running late for PT, which is really weird. Or I think it's a Saturday, but it's really like a Thursday, like I mentioned to you all, uh, last week. So, or the last broadcast. So I share all of that with you because um, wherever you're at, what, even on active duty, use these apps, okay? Because they may help you to at least help you regulate a little bit of your sleep. They're, they're, they're not the, you know, be-all solution, but they can at least contribute to that. Um, in addition to finding local groups, visit your DAV, visit the homes, uh, the inpatient homes at the VA hospitals or just the, you know, the VA groups, because whether you're an active duty or you're a veteran, uh, they are worth that weight and goal. Go to the vet centers because you, it's important to know this information, preferably before you, you retire or separate from the military rather than after, because a lot of people uh, learn the hard way, you know, and, you know, you can choose that route, but, you know, it's always better to learn from those who've already experienced the lesson. Uh, at least I prefer that. And I'm closer to my exit in my age than I am to my entrance. So I really would like to avoid uh, the, you know, the hard way to learn something. I'd rather somebody share it with me and I can go, okay, there's a pothole here. Let me avoid it and keep it moving. Um, so those were the main things I really wanted to share with you. Um, and also encourage your kids to write. You know, I know now it's everybody typing stuff and, you know, they have Chromebooks at school. But show them the 20th century stuff as well because you never know. Terminator salvation may happen, you know what I mean, or the Matrix or something. And they're going to need it in Zion or to survive. They need SOS. They need to know what the heck that is. They need to be able to write something on paper, send it out through pigeons. You know, you never know. I know that's my tin hat coming on. All right, you can laugh about that. But, hey, I do it with my son, and he's autistic. Show him how to write on a piece of paper. I'm like, hey, you need to know how to write as well as typing because you never know. When we do math, I have him do the math the um, manually, and then he can verify it by a calculator. So those are some tips, points, lessons learned for today.
wherever you are, be safe, be well, be blessed.